Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm Wendy Sparks. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the podcast, because without you, there is no podcast. Shout out to everyone that commented on my tweet from last week. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Courtside Moms or send me an email at wendy at Your support is overwhelmingly appreciated and I really, really thank you. Now, did any of you watch the draft that took place this Monday? It was actually great to see an in-person draft that took place since 2019 due to COVID. It's incredible to see the support that the women are finally getting and that is well-deserved. A big shout out and congratulations to Ryan Howard of Kentucky University, who was drafted number one to the Atlanta Dream. With the first pick in the 2022 WNBA draft, the Atlanta Dream select Ryan Howard from the University of Kentucky. So I was reading that the Atlanta Dream felt that Ryan was the perfect fit for the organization and wanted to build around her. So they traded their number three and number 14 spot with the Washington Mystics in order to acquire the number one pick. In addition, the Mystics have the right to swap 2023 draft picks. That says a lot about who she is as a player for an organization to go through such lengths to have her on their roster. I love watching the WNBA and NBA drafts as it is the moment that dreams come true for many. It was great to see the smiles on these ladies' faces as they arrived and posed on the orange carpet at the Spring Studios in New York City. They brought their swag to the event that they have been waiting for probably since they were little girls. Seeing them there with their families while anticipating their names being called, followed by them going up on the stage to getting their team jersey was exciting. It was also cool to see the players venture over to an orange phone where they received a surprise congratulatory call from a celebrity, a parent, or someone special in their lives. Hey, Veronica, what's up? I just wanted to congratulate you on being drafted. Uh, the four-time Big Ten Steals leader. I know you're a finalist for the Nancy Lieberman Award. You're an All-American, and now you're in the WNBA. So congrats to you. Um, I know you obviously sacrificed a lot to get to this night. So enjoy the night with your family. Um, I know the Burton family very well. I've known your dad for a long time, uh, your brother. And I just know I'm always cheering you from afar. And I wish you the best of luck. You had an amazing career. And uh, being from Massachusetts, uh, we know you embody everything about the spirit of the whole community. And it's going to take you a long way in life. It's going to take you a long way in your basketball career. It's going to take you a long way with your family. So best of luck. Take care. And uh, have a great day. Thank you. 
And that was Tom Brady, the GOAT, greatest player of all time, wishing me a congratulations. That means more than anything. He's the best. And Ryan Howard received her message from Devin Booker. To me, this is an inspirational moment for all young girls who are watching. Every year, 36 women are selected to fill roster spots. But I was today years old when I learned that a lot of the draftees face slim chances when it comes to whether they will actually play in the WNBA. Why is that? Well, according to NBC Sports, and I quote, in the last five years, an average of 13 newly drafted rookies were waived prior to the first game of the WNBA. Last year was especially tough, where 16 of 36 draftees were waived before the season began, and an additional six were waived or released shortly after the season started. Based on data from Basketball Reference, about half of each year's draft class doesn't play more than one season in the WNBA. The WNBA has 12 teams and the rosters are capped at 12. But sometimes these girls get to the training camps and there are 15 women there. Salary caps is another reason for these women getting waived. So ultimately, this leads to them playing abroad as another option for them to play basketball, but also in hopes of keeping their WNBA dreams alive. I've spoken with WNBA moms, and the reality is that their kids have to play all year round to make a living. We've seen the WNBA here make so many strides over the last several weeks, several months even, as we've seen this new money being poured into it, investments being made. But I want to ask you about something that you tweeted earlier this month in reaction to Vegas head coach Becky Hammond being hired. You tweeted, quote, ah, yes, the WNBA where a head coach can get paid four times the highest paid player's Supermax contract. Y'all think I'm going to spend another season upgrading my seat on a flight to get to games out of my own pocket. So You've been so vocal about pushing for the support of WNBA players. What do you think the league needs to continue to do to invest in the WNBA and its players? At the end of the day, my main issue is with the CBA. Mm -hmm. um, I know, you know, NECA and the Players Association, they did such a, a great job of, of, of getting us a new collective bargaining agreement. But we have owners at the moment that want to do more for us and give more for us, yeah. i.e. this Becky Hammond situation, which I think is amazing that there's owners in the WNBA that want to pay us, which is close to, you know, the whole salary cap in the WNBA. Becky Hammond yeah. is getting, what, a million dollars a year. The salary cap is 1.4, I think, so. It's an extremely competitive league that only has 144 jobs. And in order for that to increase, we need to drive expansion. And to do that, they need more viewership. So I encourage everyone listening to watch and support the WNBA. I must admit, in the past, I did not know much about the WNBA. And I was a basketball player. I've only been seriously following them over the past few years. And I feel like I've missed so much. Back then, my interest level was low because it was so hard to find information on the league. But now that I have, I feel that I found another side of basketball that I truly love. Throughout the years, 
as I've spoken or met with WNBA players, moms, legends, staff, agents, and more, I've come to realize how special this league is. I am proud to attend games. I love the excitement in the arena and the hype. I love to see these women dominate the court from Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, all the way to NCAA up-and-comers like Paige Beckers. These women can ball. To those who are not fans, give it a try. This is my call to action to you. Go see a game and support. Then and only then should you decide if it's for you. In my opinion, once you truly experience a live game, you would become a fan. To further their growth, the WNBA has recently secured $75 million in capital from Nike and other important stakeholders. This league is about empowerment, and many are investing in the brand's elevation, marketing the players and the teams. This league has been around for 25 years. Don't miss out anymore. There is so much going on in women's basketball. The WNBA has come a long way, and I'm happy for what these ladies bring to the table as athletes. And I wish these ladies nothing but the best of luck, love, and success. I can't wait to be able to catch a few games this season. It was nice catching up with you all, and I look forward to connecting with you all again very soon. Please feel free to share your thoughts. And if you have any suggestions, I welcome them with open arms. Send me a DM on Instagram, again at Courtside Moms, or by email, wendy at titleleague.com. Also, don't forget to tune into my interviews with other Courtside Moms and learn about their basketball journeys with their kids to playing professional basketball. Peace. Do it naturally.